This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston. Bonus, my 2020 recap. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. my friend. Today, I am going to give you all the deets on my 2020. What went well, what didn't go well, what I'm going to work on for 2021. If you're like me, I love hearing the personal journey and stories of some of the people that I follow, especially if I'm coaching with them or I'm paying them money. I want to know, like, What's their life like? I'm a curious person like that. So if you're like that, you're going to love today's episode. If you could care less, you are probably going to skip this episode, which is totally fine. But I just want to share all the things. I really want to model authenticity. And I know when I'm authentic, it will encourage you to be more authentic in your life. So again, I'm going to tell you all the things that went well, all the things that didn't go well this year, and what I'm going to be doing next year. All right, so let's jump into it. Let's talk about, first off, what went well for this year. And there was a lot, even during a global pandemic. The biggest one is the business growth. And really, it's not just financially the business growth, but me stepping into this whole new version of myself as a businesswoman. Now, I had been doing a lot of mindset work to step into this role last year in 2019. And 2020 is when it finally set in. I talk about on episode 88 on the Live Life to Your Fullest episode where I had a moment where it was like, okay, if I die tomorrow, what am I going to regret the most? And the big thing for me was not stepping into this role as a businesswoman. And I did that this year. And I'm so proud of myself. It feels like a journey to get to this place. And I am so glad I did not give up because I wanted to give up a lot during that journey. And from that, I had some fruit from that, including a new office outside of my home that I love and adore and that I plan to get pictures taken in here soon. So I will post pictures on on all of that on my social media and, and in, in my email list and such. Um, so that was one of the biggest things is just finally feeling like there was some fruit to the labor of all the years I've been a coach. And now, of course, there are these thoughts and feelings of, damn, why did it take you so long to get here, Lindsay? But yeah, I just had to do a lot of mindset work to get to this place. And I'm so glad I, I have. And again, it's not just about me. It's about my clients. My clients are getting better results than ever because they don't really have a choice when they invest with me now. It's a it's a pretty big investment for most of them. And so um, I read a book earlier this year that said, you know, people pay to pay attention. And 
granted, we have so many free resources out in the world where you could probably find my whole coaching process in free resources, if not in this podcast or in so many other things. But the act of investing in yourself is such a huge deal. And when you put money on the table and say, I'm going to make this happen, you show up. And so I've seen that with my clients. They show the F up. They work really hard. And I've seen some of the best results to date and my clients because of that. Now, that's just generalizing. I've had great results from clients before this. But this year, it just not only did I have more clients, but again, they just are at a whole different level. And I think a huge part of that is the investment piece. So super happy with that. I also have really enjoyed the time that I've had with my husband and kids this year. Granted, covid was not something we all wanted for this year. And I'm saying we, meaning all of us globally. And it has been hard on a lot of people. And we we have been very fortunate that we have had our health and um, we have the ability to work from home, my husband and I do. And we haven't struggled financially at all. In fact, this year we have grown our portfolio by 100K. So earlier this year in 2020, if you follow the stocks, you know, March and April were kind of rough, even before that a little bit. Um, but the market picked back up. People have been seeing huge gains, especially if you were able to invest when everything was really low. And so again, we've we've had a gain of about 100K. So very fortunate there. Um, the other thing is my son, he's two. And because he's been at home pretty much 24-7, um, his attachment is really strong. And it, attachment is all... A psychology thing. If you're a client of mine, you're, you're like, okay, Lindsay, I get that because we talk about attachment at some point, but he has a very secure attachment. And I know that just based off, you know, the the signs of what a secure attachment looks like. And so I, I do feel very blessed that we've had this time with him this year to really, um, I don't know, just, just, what's the word here? For, formulate or finalize? I don't, I don't know. But really to make our attachment stronger with him, um, meaning my husband and I. And you can just tell my son is very much thriving because of that. Whereas my daughter, when she was two, this is when her dad and I divorced. And um, she started going to her dad's on her own. And there's still some residual impact of that. And there are still times where she has, you know, tears and such from that because it felt like trauma to her to leave me at that time because before that we had been together, you know, pretty much 24-7. So um, I'm just really glad that um, I've had that time to make that stronger and also have time with my daughter. Granted, virtual school was not my favorite. I am very glad she went back in the fall and everything has gone very well because of that. But she's also learned to be a lot more independent this year, which is one of the blessings of this year. Now, granted, she's 10. She's at that age where it's customary for kids to become more independent, but she has really grown a lot. And part of that, too, is my mindset with it. When COVID hit, it was almost like we all had an excuse to be an imperfect parent and not feel guilty about it as much. And I felt so free from that. And I realized how much pressure I had been putting on myself to be this quote unquote perfect parent for her to, you know, be at the top of her class and to be in all these activities and to, you know, be this great leader and all of this stuff. And it was just, it was so nice to just take the weight off of me and put it on her where it should have been to begin with and say, babe, this is on you. If you want this stuff, you got to work for it. And I'm here to help you. And I'm here to coach you and support you. But, you know, you got to learn to fly a little bit. And she's done that. Now, granted, we still have some work to do, which I'll talk about in my 
um, you know, next year's goals, but she has definitely stepped up to the plate. And, you know, in a global pandemic, mentally, she's done really well. We've had really great open conversations about things. I feel like I've been there mentally for her, which is a huge win. Um, in my childhood, I don't know if I would have had that sort of thing based on how most of my childhood went. So again, patting myself on the back for that one. The other thing is during COVID, you know, there was a period of time when basically we're all on lockdown. And so I didn't have my cleaning person come to our home. Again, I know first world problems here, but something I am very proud of is my husband and I continue to pay our cleaning person throughout those months. And whereas that's very little, um, it's something really big. It's just something I'm looking back on and I'm saying, man, I'm really proud that we did that and we made that choice. And um, again, it's just, it, I we feel very blessed to be able to do those sorts of things. Something else that was a win from this year is I finally lost the last of the baby weight. Thank the Lord. Now I did gain five pounds from COVID at the beginning. And so I ended up losing that too. So all around, um, it was about 15 pounds and it just seems like so hard to do that. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. It's 15 pounds, but finally I got that crap off and I'm so glad I did. Um, so I'm just glad that that's over with and I can move on with my life and just maintain it. I also cut my alcohol intake and sugar intake, which you've heard on other episodes of the show. Now, granted, the sugar intake, I must admit, has gone up a little bit, but just knowing that I don't need to have sugar anymore and that at the end of the day, I don't really enjoy it. Um, it's been very freeing for me. Same with alcohol of just just seeing like, I don't really need this in my life. It feels like huge, huge growth. And it's something I'm going to continue to build upon in 2021. Something else I'm really proud of this year is we all got bikes as a family. So, you know, bicycles. And we rode our bikes a lot, especially in the spring and early summer before it got super hot here in Texas. And those are some of my most cherished memories from this year. We've been wanting to get bikes as a family for a long time. So again, that's something I'm going to be growing upon in 2021. I'm also extremely excited to have some contractors on my team, including my admin, Rachel. Oh my gosh, she has been a lifesaver. She came on in June. And now I just think, how did I ever do my business without her? She is so helpful. I also have some other contractors, Gretchen, who does my online ads and has recently taken on social media management. And she has had a hard job this year because I've gone through such an up level in my business. And the first, you know, three or four, I mean, even up to like the first six months of the year, we were running ads to old things that weren't really in brand anymore. And then we had to make this huge transition. And even now, I'm still trying to find my footing in regards to ads and free trainings and things of that sort. And so I've just thrown a lot on her. And then now adding social media management, we're trying to figure out a really strong system there. And um, she's just been so awesome to be so patient with me and to hold me accountable. I also have Erin, who edits this podcast. And, uh, you know, last year, 2019, in the, the show only had two episodes per month. And then I hired a podcast editor in January and I said, okay, we're going to do an episode every week. And it felt really scary at the time to do that and to outsource my podcast editing as well. 
And that went really well. And during that process, I found Aaron and then ended up just hiring Aaron for the second half of the year. And it's been so great to have her to edit all of the show and to give me some podcast feedback on ways that I can improve and just hold me accountable to getting an episode out there. And then, you know, September through December, we've done two episodes per week, which has been huge. Who would have ever thought I could have done two episodes a week when earlier in the year, it seemed like one episode a week was going to be a lot. So, so proud of my growth there and for bringing Erin on and for her blessings and all she's brought to the table. And to the quality of the podcast overall, I've been very happy with. We've had some great interviews and solo episodes and, you know, I'll recap all of that more so when we hit our two-year anniversary on February 15th. But yes, the podcast for sure is one of my greatest wins for this year. Also, somebody else that I brought on for a period of time is Nicole Yang. And Nicole is somebody I once dreamed of working with. She used to work with a company called Cultivate What Matters, and she was their designer. And I always just thought, man, one day I would love to work with Nicole. I just love her style. I love her energy. I love her. And then um, in late 2019, I had reached out to her just on a whim thinking like, I don't even know how much she costs. Like, what would that look like? I had considered maybe redoing my courses in 2020 and she happened to be full of the time. And then in March, she reached out to me and said, okay, Lindsay, I've got an opening. And this was right before COVID hit. I signed down with her and then COVID hit and it just seemed really scary. But I thought, okay, universe, like this has all happened for a reason. And by me signing with her, I knew one of two things. I needed to get my butt to work so I could continue to pay her. And number two was it was time to redo the courses. And I thought, well, here we are now. We're in a global pandemic. My kids are home. How am I going to do this? But I made it happen. And, and again, that's one of the biggest wins from this year is redoing the Unstoppable course, which is not an easy feat. That takes like three months of ongoing work to redo something like that. And then we redid Authentically Awesome, which again takes about three months of ongoing work to go and do that. There's about 50 videos in each course. Now they're short videos and they're even shorter in the 2.0 version because they're short and punchy and to the point. But still, it's a, it's a lot of work. And Nicole helped me just, I don't know, up-level the design. I don't even know what to call it. It just looks so much better and it feels so fresh and so modern and so beautiful and Again, it was a dream moment to work with her. So, gosh, anything else? I'm looking at my list. I have a couple other things on here. We took a trip to Colorado that was amazing. We stayed at a beautiful resort and we went with some of my husband's friends and we had so much fun during that trip. So that's a win from this year. Just my overall mindset growth. I grew a lot this year. A lot, a lot, a lot. And uh, the two people I have most to thank for that are Stacey Bayman, who I mentioned often on the show. And, you know, Stacey doesn't even coach me directly. Just her energy and her way of being and being in her 2K for 2K program has been life-changing for me. And Brooke Castillo. Again, Brooke doesn't coach me directly. I just take in her content. I'm in her membership program. And I just learn so much off of her. And She's impacted me a lot this year. And then I've had, you know, some one-on-one -on -one coaching as well throughout that. But Stacey and Brooke alone have helped me out so much. Oh, what else? I think that's it. 
yeah, overall, the the big thing is just feeling so grateful for our health, for me and, you know, my husband and my children to be healthy at this time is just such a win. So my big word for this year, so I do a word or a phrase every single year, and this one for 2020 was joy expansion. And I feel like I accomplished that for sure. I was able to expand my ability to take in joy. There were just so many moments that I caught, especially at the end of 2019, where I wasn't able to fully just accept how great life was going and how it has been. And this year, I'm in a totally different space. And I'm able to really take in joy on a whole new level. And I've expanded my ability to take in the amount of joy in my life. For 2021, I'll talk about what I'm going to do even more with that. But before we get there, let's talk about what did not go well for 2020. And this, of course, are just my thoughts. But if I'm looking at, you know, my 10 life and the life that I envision as the most fulfilling, these are the areas that I would like some improvement on. The first is fun, (laughs) especially fun time with my husband. Now, granted, we could blame it on COVID, but to be honest, my husband and I both aren't natural at just having fun. We're both very responsible people and can be a little serious at times, which is great. And that's why we accomplish our goals, especially our financial goals. Um, But we also, you know, put fun on the back burner a lot. And we could, again, blame COVID. And then before that, we could blame having a baby. But I'm going to take responsibility for it. And him and I had a heart to heart about a week ago about it. And so we are already making some changes including hiring a bookkeeper for my business because we were spending our weekends doing my bookkeeping, which is not that fun and sexy. Let's be real. (laughs) On the weekends, I don't want to be working anymore. Now, right now on Sundays, I work all day, which I'm totally happy with given, you know, the COVID changes. But moving forward, I want to have more time and space and fun with my husband. And um, I think 2021 will do that regardless of what happens. We're already making changes, which feels great. Also, working out didn't really happen this year. I had periods of doing it where I was like, okay, we're going to do this whole workout at home thing. And then I just kind of fell off the wagon. And next year, um, it's not like I want to go in and be like, oh, I want to have my best body and be super fit. I don't even think that's the goal anymore for me. The goal is to just be the healthiest me and above all to just be in my body and feel my body. And so I can't wait to go back and do things like yoga. And I would love to get back into playing tennis, which I haven't done in years. And, um, you know, take some dance classes again and just, yeah, be in my body. I feel like I've been in my head a lot this year. Also, the number one thing that I'll be working on in 2021, which I'll get into more in a minute. But the thing that did not go well this year is although I brought in a lot more revenue in my business, I did not bring in a ton more profit. Now that was intentional. I knew this was a growth year and I wanted to reinvest that money. But I know definitely for 2021, that is not on the table at all. I have a my number one goal for 2021 is to make a certain amount of money. And that's going to require me to be able to, you know, take that kind of profit from the business. And going to take some mindset work to do that. And I'll talk about that more in a bit. The other thing that didn't go well this year is, you know, although I consider it a win that I'm a less perfect parent, I don't quite like the fact that my kids are on devices. Uh, My son had never even been on a device 
before COVID hit and my daughter didn't even have a device. She would just, you know, maybe use my phone from time to time or watch TV or whatever. Um, And so we got her an iPad when COVID hit so she can stay in touch with her friends and do her online learning on her own more. But um, when we get into 2021 and especially in the spring and stuff, I see that going away. And two, because some days I'm just kind of over parenting and I just don't really care. I let my kids eat some junk. Again, I'm not going to overly beat myself up about it. It is what it is, especially my son. He is only two. He does eat more junk than he probably should, but it is what it is. But I just don't want to continue that pattern. Also, I did not like the amount of news that I consumed this year. Now, there would be periods of time when I would cut it back very intentionally. And then there were times I would go in head first, like the week of the election. I was like, all in the news that whole week. And I had to detox from that for weeks after that. That's how draining it was. And it just reminded me of how little news consumption I want to take in in my life. So moving forward in 2021, I'm going to be even more intentional, 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 what a weird word, intentional about how much news I consume. Also, something else I mentioned on the podcast recently, but I realized that I have this pattern of overthinking with work. And I've had it now for a long time and I hadn't really caught it. And so when I get bored, which let's face it, this year was kind of boring in a lot of ways, at least for me, my thoughts would just go to work and I would just spend kind of in work when I really didn't need to. And moving forward, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to be more present with my body and with my kids. Um, I also want more time alone with my daughter. I, Although we had a lot of time together, I had my son in the picture and my son is at the age where you have to watch him constantly. It's like he's on a constant suicide mission, even though we have like gates and baby proof stuff and all of that. And so I just missed having a lot of alone time with my daughter this year. Now we did have time, but in 2021, I want even more time because she's getting to that age where she's turning into a teenager and she still loves hanging out with me. And I want to soak up every minute of this. The other thing that didn't go well this year that I've realized even more so the past few weeks is I have this low level of anxiety and I want to get rid of it. (laughs) Um, I just like my body is just used to having, you know, something very minimally to worry about or to think about or to improve upon. And I'm at a phase in my life right now where it's really good. And yet my body just still kind of has this low hum of an anxiety that I really want to go away. So that's going to be something I'm going to work on in 2021. Um, The other thing that didn't go well this year, and this is just part of the game, but it is something I'm still currently mourning, is there's about two clients, old clients, who um, I've noticed don't no longer have any communication from me. And um, there are two clients that I really enjoyed working with. So that's kind of sad is that that relationship is over and we likely won't ever be working together again. Um, So that's just, again, part of the game. But, you know, it's funny because in coaching, you know, you don't want to get attached to anybody or the client or results or anything of that sort. But you do. You do. You start to fall in love with people and you know, you're part of their growth and their journey. And when it's over, you know, the coaching relationship is officially over, like, you know, maybe the process is over and things of that sort. Um, There is a little sadness on my end, but then I think, okay, well, maybe we'll work together. At least we'll stay in communication with one another. But two clients, um, there's just something that I did this year that triggered them for whatever reason. 
and um, or they just decided to move on and maybe there's nothing there. So that's it. Those are the things that didn't go well this year. So what am I going to do differently for 2021? So I mentioned this earlier, but my business profit goal is my number one goal for next year. And that's the big goal that I'm working on in 2021. And my big word for the year is joy integration. So last year for 2020, it was joy expansion. And now I'm going to integrate this joy even more in my life. Because although I've expanded my capability to take in joy, I want to really soak it in and just have this joy and hold on to it. And part of that is holding on to the money and not just being like, oh my gosh, I'm making this money. Like, let me spend it somewhere. I'm going to take it and I'm just going to hold on to it and I'm just going to have it for a bit and just really take in of, I have a career that I adore that helps people in very deep transformational ways and I make a very good living off of it. Like it almost feels too good to be true. And so I've had to take in the different pieces of it over the years. At first, it's a job that I love. And it was like, oh my gosh, that seemed like too much to handle. And then it became, okay, I have a job that I love that helps transform people. It was like, whoa, that's crazy. And then it was like, now I make money. Had to add it in that piece. And then now it's like, oh, not only do I make money, but I keep money and I have money. So I'm going to take that in. And my overall goal is to make more than my husband. So that's going to be exciting. <laughs> Can't wait for that to come about. Um, the other thing too is to have more fun with my husband. I mentioned it earlier, but we're already making some changes there. And part of that is, this may be TMI for some of you, but to have more fun in our sex life and to have more sex. And I'm currently already working on some things in my own mindset and reading some books that I can't wait to share with you. Oh my gosh, this one I'm reading right now is so good. It's so good. Oh, I want to bring the author on. Um, so that's one big area that we're going to be working on and just adding in working out again, as I said, and I want to cut this low level of anxiety and heal. And I'm already taking some steps there to go ahead and start working on that now. I want to consume little to no news next year. I want to be very intentional on not overthinking about work and just working my work hours. And then when I catch myself overthinking about work to let it go. The other thing is I want to cut the sugar like I had earlier this year and get back to that place and just continue to maintain that and then continue to maintain the amount of alcohol that I'm consuming, which um, has picked up a little bit, but basically like one drink a month is really kind of where I want to stay at. And then getting my son back in a school program. So fingers crossed, hopefully by spring, COVID is not as big of a deal because maybe we have a vaccine out. And maybe, you know, it's just not spreading as much. Gosh, gosh, <laughs> please. I hope that's the case. I can't wait to get her back, get her, get him back in school and um, adjust my work hours accordingly. So again, my husband and I can have more time and space for fun, like not working on Sundays and not working every evening. That would be awesome. I also want to connect with people again outside of my home, <laughs> like real face-to-face -face people. I can't wait for that. Now, a part of me is not somebody who's super social and super into community, I must admit. Like, I, I am very introverted at the end of the day, but I do like to connect with people from time to time. So I hope to integrate that more in 2021. And we're also going to be, again, fingers crossed, traveling in 2021. So my husband's company, when they hit certain milestones on how much net worth they have, 
everybody gets a trip. And so they hit that last year. And so him and I are going to be going to Mexico for a week. And then my husband's brother is in Hawaii. He's in the military. And they have a beautiful home out there. And so we plan on going to Hawaii for about two weeks as a family, which is going to be so fun. And then possibly, again, depending on the pandemic and how things are going, we may be going to Disney World again. So it seems crazy that we're going to have three trips potentially next year. Now, if those don't happen because of COVID, that's okay. But those are what's on the books. And before, we wouldn't even have had anything on the books at all. And maybe if we did, we had one thing. And so now we're just getting to a place where we're going to be traveling more. My goal in my most fulfilled life is I travel four times a year and I get to travel in luxury. So we're getting closer and closer there. And that feels so exciting. So again, one of the big things for me is having more fun, including in my business, not only with having more money there, but just the process of everything being a lot more smooth and easy and joyful. And so again, I'm already taking some steps to clean up some things. I've actually hired one of my clients. Shout out to Christy, who's been helping me with some business processes. It's been awesome. She's amazing. I swear I'm going to have her on the podcast for anybody who needs help with business processes because, gosh, it has helped me so much. And the last thing I just want to say about what I'm going to work on in 2021 is to um, give more abundance to some of the people in my life, including some of the people that work for me. Um, I just I'm at a place where, again, when I grow, I want them to grow, too. And so you know, I want to be able to do that in in their world. Some co- a couple of things that I want to continue in 2021 that I've already started the ball moving in 2020 is to grow my Living the Dream membership program more. So right now people go through Unstoppable in the first 90 days of coaching, and then they go through Authentically Awesome the second 90 days. And then the last 90 days, they go through the basic trainings of Living the Dream. And then they have the option to continue getting um, weekly coaching if they want it in my Living the Dream membership. So that's what I'll be building out more in 2021. And possibly maybe having my first live event for my clients. Again, fingers crossed with everything COVID related, but that may be coming, which is exciting. And then continue to deliver amazing podcasts weekly on the show. So again, in January, we're going to go back to weekly, not two times a week, but just one a week. And um, just keep my balance with um, work and life. And, you know, what's been really great about 2020 is we cut all my daughter's activities because obviously COVID, right? And we realized just how much that was draining all of us and how my daughter really wasn't into a lot of those activities. And so it's been really nice not to have those. And then in the spring, we're going to add in one activity that she is super excited about and all in for, not just like, hey, maybe you should go do this kind of activity. And so I just want to keep that balance there and keep that blend of not, you know, overworking her, overworking me as a mother. And two, keeping that thought of I can be an imperfect mother, even if it's not a global pandemic and it be totally okay. And then just continue to grow my daughter's independence, continue to securely get my son attached. Again, that's a psychology thing. If you don't get it, look it up continue our money growth as we've been doing the past few years where we're growing our portfolio by at least 100k every year. 
which is so much fun, um, and continue to live in a state of gratitude, especially with our health. You know, it's so funny because every day I say one thing that I'm grateful for. And most days, the thing that comes to mind that I'm most grateful for is just my life and my ability to live another day. So I'm just so grateful to have my health right now. Um, Also, is to continue to have my office away from home. I've already told them I want to stay all year, continue to have great client connection and growth in their lives that I'm already established. I just want to keep serving them and giving them the results that they come and pay me for. And I take so very um, responsibly. That's a weird sentence, but I take that very responsibly to give them those results and for them to have an amazing experience when they work with me. So I want to continue that. So that's my wrap up for you, friends. That's my 2020 in a nutshell and where I'm headed in 2021. I hope this was of interest to you and it helped you see maybe in your journey of where you can be with some of your goals. I love hearing, like I said, Stacy's goals and Brooke's goals because they're a couple steps ahead of me in some ways. And it's like, oh, man, isn't that so cool that people make goals like that and they get goals like that? And I know when some clients come to me, they say, oh, I want these things. And I think, oh, my gosh, I have those things that they want. And so then I become the example of what's possible for them. And it's just so fun, the circle of life, how we're all, you know, growing and evolving off of each other and inspiring one another and motivating one another. So I hope today, again, was helpful for you. Thank you for being a part of this podcast for 2020. And I hope to see you in 2021. And again, Cheers, my friend. We made it through 2020, and I look forward to an amazing 2021 with you. Bye. Hey there, Miss Unstoppable. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. If you enjoyed it, share it with a friend. Send them a picture of this episode via text, via email, share it on social media. I'm sure they would be so appreciative to know these strategies and tips on how to accomplish your dreams. If you are ready to guarantee you're going to accomplish your goals and dreams, then it's time to start coaching with me. In my nine-month simple success coaching system, I am going to walk you every single step of the way to ensure that you get the goals and dreams that you want. The first step is to apply for a free 60-minute consult call. Just go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash apply to get started. As always, my friend, remember, you're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.